Hello and welcome to ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo Podcast. My name is Calvin Emeka and it is my joy and my privilege to have you listen to this podcast again today. This episode is going to be a North London Derby special. North London Derby, you know, that game played in London in the Premier League between um, the two North London sides, Arsenal and Tottenham Hotspurs. I've only mentioned Arsenal because alphabetically they'll come first. Um, this particular episode will be based, I'll be able to have fans from both sides um, to come to speak to me on what they think would um, would happen. Uh, but hopefully uh, it will be an exciting episode. I, I, I should be able to Ask the sports fans, the sports fans particularly, I want to know how excited they are about um, their, their league thus, this season thus far and the way um, Jose Mourinho has been um, tinkering with the, with the really, really fine squad they have. And they are top of the table. So really, this match this weekend, it should be a humdinger. Anyway, stay tuned. When I come back, I should be with my panel of sports fans. Hello and welcome back to this North London Derby special episode of your Sports Memo podcast. I've got with me um, a sports fans panel, which is a special, really, for um, this North London Derby this weekend. Um, and they're in Lagos, Nigeria. I've got... Um, the, the coordinator of, I think she's the coordinator of sports, official sports uh, supporters club in Nigeria, um, Janet. Welcome yeah. to your sports That's memo podcast, Janet. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Right. Thanks and, for having us. And with Janet, I've got um, Nihi, Raji, and um, Lanry also, uh, all in Lagos. Guys, welcome to. Um, yeah. This special episode of your Sports Memo Podcast. I'm going to start with Janet. Janet, um, it's been a fantastic season thus far. Tottenham Hotspurs are top of the table. How is that happening? Honestly, I have no idea how it's happening, but I want it to just keep happening. Like, I've been on top of the world. I've been trolling every single Arsenal fan I know in my life. So I just want this to continue happening. <laughs> um, let, uh, we... I know that it's principally because of um, what the manager has done currently with the with the team. Who, who, who apart apart from the manager, is there one player you think has made a big difference to how Spurs have approached the season? Yes, Holly Burge. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name properly, but he, he was he is our best buy. Like I think it's probably the best investment we have ever made in the history of Tottenham Hotspur. Like that guy has it changed the game entirely. His presence in that midfield it changes the pace of the game. It changes our mentality when we're on the field. It changes everything. Like that guy has been godsend. I don't know how we got him, but then he he. he he has changed everything. He's one of the reasons I think we are where we are right now. I, you know, the, you know the funny thing is, when the Spurs bought him, I actually sent out a tweet, and I said that is a fantastic purchase for Spurs. 
that he's that he's absolutely perfect for the manager who has bought him, and that he was going to bring in um, a spirit that the Spurs squad didn't have before. But even I am surprised at the the impact he has had at the club. I'll be honest, I'd never heard of him before, so he decided to buy him. Mm. I'd never heard of him. So I was very, very skeptical. Let me be very honest. I was skeptical, like, okay, who is this new face? Who is this new guy? Why are we buying a random stranger? Well, <laughs> when I've repented, I will never, ever mistrust or, like, repent um, Jose's strategy ever again. I trust him completely now. <laughs> me? What? Yes, definitely. All the I need. I'll never second guess him. I need. Are you still there? Yeah. Yeah. You talking to me? Yes. What? What? Yeah. Trust me. I'm here. How have you? How have you uh, been able to accept the fact that sports are top of the table? Um, I think pretty much at the beginning of the season, when the season started, with the signings that we had, mm-hmm. I think. I was always very confident and that we are a title contender. Like most of my friends were looking at me like, "Oh, oh boy, this boy is crazy." But see, there's one, there's one thing I always told people: Jose Mourinho didn't lose it. Jose Mourinho just had a management problem at Manchester United, and despite, and despite having his worst career moment at Manchester United, he won the Europa League, and I think he won either a Carabao Cup or FA Cup. So. It just gives you the ca- the caliber and the capacity of what, what a world class coach can do to a squad like this. So Tottenham's problem has never been the quality, but I think but I'm 100% grateful to Pochettino. Pochettino is a fantastic coach, but I think the charisma, the the like winning dirty, winning dirty, you know, like the, the the mentality of sometimes you just have to get that point. Mm-hmm. That point, you just have to cross that line was the last thing that we are lacking. And Jose Moyo literally brought in that mentality. If you watch the All or Nothing series, he explains to his player he does not want us to be nice guys. You can look at it from two angles and be like, well, maybe that's quite harsh or maybe that's not the right set to approach football. But then, in philosophy, in, in football, you have to decide, do you want to win games? Or do you want to keep up the integrity of playing, uh, of his playing style of football? And obviously, you can do both. But Jose Mourinho is not that man. Jose Mourinho adapts his pattern to the game he's played. He faces each game as it is. And that's what makes him so exceptional as a coach. So, us being on top of the table, it's not a surprise to me. It's not a surprise to me in any way. Larry, you think this will last? Yes. Hello? Do you think this position at the top of the table is going to last to the end of the season? Um... A part of me says yes, a part of me says no. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> this fuzzy way. Like what happened that season that Leicester won, it was, it was heartbreaking. But I have, I have this confidence this season, you know, the manager we have, the players we have. Mm. I just have this feeling that I've never had before that we are going to leave that Premier League trophy. Really? You, you, when he was speaking, you said something about and the mentality. So, mentality. So, so clearly, you, yes. feel, you feel that there's been a, a major shift, a major change in mentality. There's been a change, actually. There's been a change. We are so far, we are... Like that Chelsea game, under Pochettino, we would have lost that game at the last minute. Because you know that mentality, that focus, that discipline was not there. But now, it's the abs- I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen a difference. 
in the way the players coordinate themselves. Well, well, when when you say that, um, Pochettino's Spurs did beat um, um, Chelsea's defending champions three one at Stamford Bridge, one of them seasons while Pochettino was there. So really, um, they couldn't have been that bad. They won, they won three one in the game that I think um, Dele Ali scored twice and um, that's true, and um, Ericsson scored the other one. So. Uh, you, you yes. can you can look at it both ways. That's true, but if we look at this this Chelsea team under Lampard now, mm. and that's um, who was their manager then? Was it Conte? It was Conte. It was a year after they had won the title. Okay. If we look at their attack now, I think this current Chelsea, their attack is superb. I will not lie. I'm not going to say because they were rivals. Their attack is superb. So the discipline we kept. Well, I was happy with the one point. I was sincerely, other was disappointed, but I was also happy. Right. So Jack- generally, I feel we should be able to win in this season. I feel the title, eh? Um. Can I can I, can I keep it? Of course, of course. Keep him, please, Nee. Yeah, keep him. Um, I think, I think, I think, I think personally, personality is not just is not just the coach. They brought in the mentality. Like um, somebody said earlier, um, the impact of Coach Ben. Mm. The mentality brought in. It, he has been a leader right from Southampton. Yeah, has been a leader right from Southampton. So he has been his, his, his dedication in the midfield. He's holding things down. Some people underrate the influence a player can have just with mentality. mentality. There are so many players that you look at them today, and you will realize that they are actually not this fantastic ability by, but mm. the mentality they had. They kept it a hundred percent. They pushed football to the very last minute. Let me give you an example. When you watch Liverpool play, I'm not saying Liverpool is not a fantastic team, mm-hmm. but Liverpool has a great mentality that they play ninety minutes to the very end. If you remember last season, there were so many matches where they scored ninety plus, yes. ninety plus, yes. ninety plus, because the mentality of yes. they are not giving yes, up. Sir. They are not surrendering this game. We will keep on fighting. Even if you watch the Aston Villa match where they lost 7 2. If you watch the match, Liverpool did not stop fighting at any point in time. Although it was a very disgraceful loss, there's no excuse for that. But I'm just trying to tell you that the players' mentality was that we must continue fighting. And that's what sports is having at the moment. The discipline, the mentality comes down to every player as a whole team. The coach, few players, have impacted the whole team that everybody now wants to win. Everybody wants to talk to. That's why Kane, Kane is falling back. He, he does not mind sacrificing the initial goal of being a traditional nine, falling to the, coming back to the being the distribution of balls, being a player. He does not mind it because Kane has gotten to the state in his career where everybody knows he's a water striker. He can score 40 goals a season. That's not the problem for Kane. Everybody knows he has won two golden boots, he won them back to back. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that this 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 man is going to retire as the Premier League legend. But what does he need at the moment in time? He wants those trophies. And that's why the whole team, the whole team is working as a unit now. To play a sport that may sacrifice the integrity of their own philosophy of play. But we actually eventually get them towards a recognition 
as a team, as a team in fact, this is trophies in football and we need it as a club and the players as an individual unit need it for themselves. Right. So this weekend it is a North London derby. Janet. Yes. You are not in any way slightly worried by Mikel Ateta's team, are you? I'm a Tottenham fan. Of course, I'm worried. <laughs> I always worry till like the last whistle. I said the final whistle, I'll be worried. Even if we are six up in first half, so they blow that last whistle, I'll probably still have my heart like my mouth. Okay. <laughs> I'll be worried all the way. I, mean, I think we can beat them. I really do believe we can beat them. But I mean, I'm so used to us. I just packing the bus a lot. I'm very very scared of going in at the last minute or something. I think with this team, with the team we have right now, the nonsense Arsenal has been doing throughout this season, I believe we definitely can be stable, you know. So that last week. What, what, um, what would be for you the key to this game? Because as badly as um, Arsenal have been playing, they do have, they do know how to be obdurate and difficult to to break down, especially when they're away from home. So how, how 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 would you expect sports to go about this? If you bear in mind, this is this is this is not a criticism. I hope Larry and Nia are listening. This is not a criticism of um of yes. of um Jose Mourinho's tactics. But in the big games like when they played when they played City and um, when they went away, even when they went to Chelsea. to went to went to Chelsea or when they went to Southampton the other day, um, where when they started this glorious run of many goals, the way um, the way this sports team have been playing, they are absolutely lethal on the counter attack. So knowing that, um, knowing how Arsenal have been playing in the season thus far, there's a possibility that the space would not be available for um, sports to exploit. So how would you? How do you think you go about this one, Janet? I actually don't agree. I don't agree that we're not able to counter because if you notice, every single game we play has a different formation, has a different pattern, has a different game plan. Every single game, I believe most studies the opponents and put down a team that would definitely always like filling all the gaps. Like that, the Chelsea match, our game plan was so so different. The one we played with our B team, the game, everything was so different. So I feel you will probably study whatever they've been doing this season and find a way to like bridge those gaps or close whatever space that they are going to use or open up whatever space that they need. I I, I actually it is that one. I'm not worried. I, I trust more. If you, a man is too tactical for someone like us to this season. I trust his tactics. Me. I think we can definitely with our team with that team we have. No, we can do. What do you say, me? Um, me personally. Me personally, as a sports fan, like you all know it, we are always, we are always, we are always afraid. We are always afraid. We are always afraid. You can, you can lie there. You have your hundred percent confidence, but something within you is always shaking. <laughs> yeah, like, like the West Ham match has done it for me. This is, I was very confident before the West Ham match, but that comeback, that is still my body. So, <laughs> so it has to take it quite some time before, before I can push that out of my system again. But generally, I feel that we are the better team. But I, I was actually wishing that Arsenal would pick points against Wolves because now Ateta is in a position of if he loses to Sports, 
his job is on the line. Mm. And mostly when when coaches have, especially in big clubs, when when their when their job is on the line, mm. and the players actually support him, like the so players support the coach, but it's just that things have not been going right. That's when usually you will see the top performance of the season. So generally, I feel you can beat Arsenal. You just have to keep the right mentality, but you have to be careful because Arsenal will definitely want maximum maximum from this game because they are in a very bad position and generally it's not London Derby there's a lot of pride on the line they wouldn't want to lose the sports but I am confident in the team the ability and the coach uh, and Jose Mourinho as the coach in what is going to develop and what is going to do about the match it's been for me yes so first of all it's a debut Mm-hmm. And I will not want to underestimate Arsenal in any way. Because put from aside, this is a debut. They are going to give their all. And we cannot doubt it. Arsenal have a very... Let, let me say very... They have a good squad that can cause us damage. But if we keep our discipline, you know, keep tight at the back, counter, we can do it. We can do it. Although, let me just... Like Janet said... Uh, I have to wait till the final whistle to be very confident. But for now, we can do it. I believe we can do it. I've, I've, this is so funny, all three of you. Every sports <laughs> fan that I have encountered in my life, they always say to me, um, listen, it is a hope that kills you. It is that hope of being a sports fan that kills you. How, how, does, this, how does this happen? I, I was expecting you... I expected you guys to be bullish going into this game. You're top of the table. Arsenal have only, what, 14 points from 9 games? Or how many points is it that they have? And you <laughs> you guys are supposed to be flying. And yet, you're saying, mm, you don't know what can happen. This can happen. How, how, how is that? Be, being a sports fan, that's not a thing. Exactly. No, 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 no. Conditions at this point. As a sports fan, exactly. as a sports fan, your de- your default is the pet- is being a pessimist. As in exactly. But you just expect anything too much. Yeah, that's just that. when nothing happens. You're not so disappointed. Exactly. But this season, for this season, man, I think I'm I think I'm jumping the table. I I I, I want to dream big and I want to big. I want to big. I'm dreaming big. I'm dreaming big. Like I'm having. The thing is, if we can pass this um, run of Arsenal, Liverpool, Wolves, Leicester, and we are still top of the table, then I have good hope. Right. That's a lot of people. Then I have good hope. That's a lot of people. <laughs> Alright, before, before I let you guys go, um, it's been a it's very it's so funny how in this life um individuals we all react to we react to things differently um in the summer i'm sure almost all of you would have thought that um tangi ndombele will be leaving the club i'm sure you were all everybody felt that he'll be leaving the club and i remember the first few weeks of this new manager's reign he seemed to have um, regenerated Dele Ali. Then all of a sudden, this season, 
Ndombele is starting almost every game. Dele Alli never seems not <laughs> to make any match day squads. Well, given his history, I have to admit that I was never a big fan of Dele Alli anyway. He only scored goals. I don't think he was really good. That good. But um, how have you guys reacted to this present um, situation with um, the England player? Me, you go first. Um, okay, personally, I want to ad- address Tanganga no Mbele first. I believe that what Moyo put into was a trial. Moyo doesn't like weak mentality players. He doesn't like indiscipline players. He, he doesn't like players that don't fight for their position. You had it with Pogba at Man U. You had it with um, um, at Madrid. I think he had a fight with the Castillas. He always picks fight with players. But I think Moyo's style is that he wants you to understand that no player is better than his team. There was a time he even fought with Cristiano Ronaldo at, at Madrid for a given period of time. And it's because Moyo just wants you to realize that you have to fight. Your spot is your spot. It is not even. It is end. And Sangano no Nebeli, even before Pochettino left, Pochettino, he was not giving me the right of being our record signing. Mm. He was not giving me. He was not playing. He was not even starting. Even during Pochettino, he came for. He came during Moyo. It was the same thing. It was just the same thing. It was too weak. It was falling down too easily. He was. He was getting injured. So like that, the team was not there. So, Jose Moyo, what he does is put the player on his trial. If you survive his trial, you will actually become his best mate. And that's what is happening between Nunde Pele and uh, what's called it, Jose Moyo now. Though, I still believe personally that Nunde Pele has to work on one particular thing of this game. And that's, and that's his final third passing. Because Nunde Pele, against Chelsea, against Chelsea, he completed like five take-ons. Fantastic take-ons. You'll be like, man, how does this guy do it? How does he do it? But then, the final pass, I can still remember, from the left flank, is it from the left flank? Yeah, he dribbled Kante, was it Kante and Shibwe? From the right flank, yeah, he dribbled Kante and Shibwe, from a very tight spot. And then there was just that connecting pass, and he released that connecting pass to the opposition player. And what I believe is, is that it is not just good enough to complete takeoffs. It's not just good enough to complete dribbles. The final of, of those take-ons still matter quite a lot. And I think that's the last part of knowing the village game that he has to work on. But definitely there has been a massive improvement in the way he plays. If he can improve that part, I am a 100% fan of knowing the village. But for now, he still needs to do that because there's no point in him dribbling key players and then losing the ball. There's literally no point in it. That's just my take on it. So then, about Dele Ali, I must, I cannot lie to anybody. I was always a very big fan of of Dele Ali, I find him to be a very fantastic player. But I think Dele Ali became too comfortable. Yeah, then, that's possible. Then there's also something with English players that they have, they have a very early decline or they have inconsistency in their career. They are only very few exceptions. I mean, I mean, look at Owen, one ballon d'or, and then after the one ballon d'or, that was the end of him. So like Dele Ali was giving us two, three seasons of. This guy is going places and then he just to play for three seasons now. For three seasons now, I mean, we have been patient with him. Me personally, I was patient with him for two seasons. But this very season, if we end up selling him in January or in, in the winter or, or in summer, as a, as, a, as a supporter, I know him what he could do, his abilities and what he has done for the club. 
it will be painful. But I won't blame the club. I won't blame the coach. I won't blame anybody because at the end of the day, he has himself to blame. And that's just the reality of it. We all see him. Joseph Mourinho keeping opportunities in Europa League. We are playing literally farmers. Farmers. And those farmers, they literally look as if they are five times better than Dele Ali. Why play Europa League? The last season game he played was the last game he played for us. And that game, I still believe that most of our fans, they were trying to hype him. Hype him because he still made a lot of miscontrols, error in passes. But he just wants to like, okay, he put on a early quarter performance. Okay. Let's give it to him. But right. this is nowhere the daily Ali that we know he is. So, Jose Mourinho, for him giving him the treatment that he's getting now, it's just natural. You can't be feeling a player over and over again. And he does not perform. Who are you? You you have you have you have to try and to fight for your places and that's just the truth. We can be sentimental or we can face the reality. A football club is not a charity. If you do not live up to the standards after a given period in time, we all have to move on at one stage in time. We love you, we love the things you have done for us, but at one point in time we have to tell you that or we have to we have to make you realize that. If at the end you cannot become better for the team, you cannot become more hardworking. It's also your time to move on. It's the time to leave, All and right. that's just my own case. With mm. Daily Ali. All right, um, um, Janet, just on the Daily Ali, um, what 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 is your take on that? Uh, I think all the people that know me probably have been saying it for like ever. Daily Ali has to go. Really? I appreciate everything he has done. I agree. Yes, I completely agree with what um, he just said. He has been well. He has been good for us. But I think he might have to. Here's the thing. Uh, to be very, very honest, he played uh, under Pochettino. Yes, he did really, really well. Mm-hmm. Well, he has not been performing for two back-to-back seasons now. It's like putting a liability. And F- the worst part is, but he keeps giving him chances and he keeps messing up. This last match, I actually disagree on that one. This last match, it was excellent. He wasn't, he wasn't selfish. It wasn't you know those unnecessary dribbling and like stunts that he usually do, he does with ball and makes him lose ball repeatedly. It was actually he, he shared the ball. It was basically came uh, light to be honest, and I was impressed. But I'm sorry, we can't be expecting him to turn up one every twelve matches. That is not a player we should be paying that much money for. It seems like a very bad investment, at least to me. But he has said it, he has tried to motivate him, he has tried to insult him, he has been nice, he has given him chances. At what point we draw the line and say enough is enough? I think if he wants to go, he should go. If he needs to be sold, he should be sold. Or he should, be re- or he should retire or something. I don't know. Either way, I think he's done. I think he has speech. Wow. He should, he should probably just go out now while at least people still fondly remember him. Because one more season of this and <laughs> it will be swears next. Right. Um, I can't imagine anybody having patience. <laughs> Larry, do you have any small hope for well, Dele Ali? I have big hope for Dele. I'm not going to agree with any of them saying you should go your speed. <laughs> when you are not giving a player the opportunity to play, he's going to lose his confidence. I cannot expect a player that plays every, let me say, every two, three weeks to come impressed and then you drop him again for another two three you cannot expect that player to to do well what i feel should happen is that he should go out on loan in january he should go out on loan where he's going to see regular game time to improve his game this is a 
he's a big talent. I'm never going to doubt. Till tomorrow, I'm a big fan of Ali, and I'm never going to doubt his ability. So I don't agree with people saying he should be sold. He has paid. I don't agree. Wait, 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 Lanui, Lanui, Lanui. How how did Nondebele make it back in back in the first quarter? Hey, Vanessa, I was about to ask as well. That is this not what in the video? How how did Nondebele make it back in the first quarter? Wait, wait, are you saying for the last wait, wait for the last four matches now? Has Nondebele not started? Yeah, but he proved himself. That's the only reason he's there. He proved himself. If Dele can prove himself, what is he starting? Okay, but I don't agree people saying they should sell him your speech, stuff like that. That's a very wrong, wrong um statement. Nah, it's a waste of money. Wait, wait, wait. Lanny, Lanny. You cannot say that. You cannot say it's a waste of money. Lanny, Lanry, you used to watch you used to watch other matches aside um other teams aside Tottenham. Um not really. I don't really have interest in watching other things, but I do Okay, okay. Okay, me I do watch a lot of matches. For example now, Marshall this season for Manchester United has been a total liability team. But only keeps on using because it's trying and to they keep it. How long how long do you feel the player there's a liability in your team to boost his confidence? If you watch yesterday's Champions League match with Manchester United, you will know that there's a big problem. And the problem in that team is Marshall. And you keep on using it because they are trying to do the magic. The same thing with Dele Ali. When Jose just first came, Jose gave him a stretch of runs. He gave him like 10 games. The first 7 games, he pitched. He was like, ah, oh, Dele Ali is back. Then Son and Kane injured. We made him the soul. It wasn't like back to back. It wasn't back to back on those seven games that he was doing well. It was like one every exactly. time would exactly. be very Josie excellent and he would go back down when again. Josie, we'll not see him on the pitch. When Josie came, Josie, the first thing that Josie told him was that I want the old Dele Ali back. He gave us like three matches, fire. Then he disappeared for two. He came back for two. Then exactly. After time, after the time, after the um, Josie Moyo gave him the one of game. And he saw that this Omar, this boy, it's not, it's not improving. Yeah, we would have better options then now. Him, then he gave him Europa League matches. You watch, you watch those Europa League matches. Apart from the last one, he's not performing. You understand? If you are a player out of favor, if you are a player out of favor, any opportunity you get, you have to take it. Not because you are not the only player in the squad. You are not the only player that has talent. You are not being paid one hundred fifty thousand dollars a week or two hundred thousand dollars a week. They are professionals, right. but they are, they are also human beings. I agree. Okay, okay, so okay, so my question is now: if the chance comes up for us to sell him, you are going to agree fully? One hundred percent, fully, hundred percent. Wow, you are going to agree? Hundred percent. Larry is asking them. Larry is asking them. Larry is asking them. I'm never going to agree. I'm never going to agree with that at all. Listen. Okay. Okay. Let, wait, well, comes back. Who is he replacing? Lady and Lady and. Who is he replacing? Yes. Say okay. We want to put him back full time. Okay. 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 That's a very. That's a very tough. That's a very tough. Like, who are we going to? Who is he better than on the field right now? On our team A, who is he better than? Or who is on power with? Who would we replace for him or who would we remove? Who would you Well, nobody. That's the truth. Nobody. But what do we have him for? What are his problems? But what? But let's look at Prime. When Ali scored 18 goals in Premier League, that's what season was that? I think 16 17. That's exactly what we are saying. And any of the players now, who is better? 
So what I'm saying is I let him go on from let him get a regular run of games. This guy is too old for us to be learning and he'll come back after like what Sabi. three years. How old will he how old will he be when he comes back? He has not been bad for ten games though. Or five. He's just twenty four. Cannot say. Two seasons. Lady lady Sabi. and gent lady Sabi. and gentlemen. This is not <laughs> I I am enjoying this. I really would have preferred to let you guys continue. Uh poor Larry is um Overwhelmed by you, you, you people's um, you people's disdain for Dele Ali. He he's he's struggling to he's struggling to. I'm not disdain. I love Dele Ali. I really really love him. I I, I really miss old Dele Ali. This, I, I, it's, it's not disdain. I don't hate him. Dele, this your love. This your love. your love. I never see the guy. I really miss him. Cabin. Cabin. Yes. You know they say. You know they say love will not be the death of you. Yes. And that's exactly what's happening. You can, you can, if the love for Dele Ali for most fans can be the death of Tottenham sports because we, they know it. They all know it. We are all looking at back at the old, old Dele Ali. But a football club is not a charity. We can't be paying you 150, 200,000 in week for two seasons and you are not even giving us game in fact. How long? How long do you want us to be betting on you? How long do you want us to wait that you pick up for? Look at, see, it's like I'm just trying to say these things. But you have to find the balance <laughs> between sentiment and professionalism in football. Because it is if you don't get it, it will kill your team. Look at Manchester United keeping players like Phil Jones, Marcos Rojo, Jesse Linda. Do you understand? I guess it. Anyway. You understand why? Why are you keeping those players? There's no reason. There's no reason. But there's Linda will tell you. He said nothing like to fight. He had family issues. He's all fine and good, but he has not been playing for two seasons. Proper football. You oh. understand? Okay. What is Dele Ali telling okay. us? He, he, he's, he's, he's working hard. He's coming back. Two seasons now. You have been telling us they are working hard. They are coming back. You are not seeing anything. How long? How long do you want to continue that way? This is how downfalls of club.
if he doesn't do enough to get a starting place, why should he get a starting place? But he also, and anybody like Larry will also say that if he does not get a run of or a run of games, he's very unlikely to to get into the form that we all know. Anyway, nobody's nobody's the, the only thing here is that Jose Mourinho is not picking him, and that's final. Before I let you, uh, before I let you guys go, um, I know you are sports fans. Is there anybody here willing to uh, stick out the neck and say where sports will finish at the end of the season? Yes. Where? I hundred percent. Not one long story. Where we are right now. Where we are right now. That's where we are finishing. Thank you, Jenna. Yes, I have that. I have that belief too. We're winning the league. We're winning. We're winning not just this league. We're winning at least two more. Wow. Right. Thank you so very much for coming on your sports memo podcast i i appreciate it i appreciate it greatly and um i wish you all the best in the north london derby thank you so much janet thank you thank you for having us thank you that was utterly brilliant listening to um bullish sports fans makes a really big that makes a big change from what um i'm normally used to when you're speaking to sports fans um yes thank you for staying with us on this um, north london derby special episode of your sports memo podcast when i come back i will be back with the red and white end of the north london derby i should have some arsenal fans with me and perhaps one or two voice notes. I'll be right back. Yeah, welcome back to ACLSports.com's Your Sports Memo Podcast. We've heard the, um, the, the sports fans being very, very bullish on their chances. I've got two Arsenal fans with me um, in London, uh, Ahmed Limbache and Matt Smith. Um, Ahmed, you're, you're a regular on Your Sports Memo Podcast. Welcome again. Yeah. Thank you very much. Matt, this is your first time. Welcome on your Sports Memo podcast. Thank you for having me, Calvin. Thank you. Right. Um, Arsenal under Arsene Wenger spent a lot of time not being able to beat anything managed by Jose Mourinho. Jose Mourinho has pitched up tent along the, down the road at Spurs. North London Derby this weekend. I may have a go. What do you think will happen? Um, honestly, I'm nervous. I can't lie. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a difficult game for sure. I mean, look, you got, you got to be realistic, right? Like, you got to think. I know they say form will cause at the window and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But generally, the form between these two teams, um, when people say that, is when um, the, there's a possibility of another team trumping the other one. Do you know what I mean? The level, the 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 type of game they're playing is of a similar sort of ilk, and the quality is similar. And you can think, oh, form was at the form was at the window. Doesn't matter. Mm. Anything can happen that game. But this this is the first time in a long time where I felt very unconfident of doing anything against Spurs. They look very strong. Um, Arsenal have nothing at the moment. You know what I mean? But mm. um, but th- with that being said. You know, this is a derby. Anything can anything can happen. 
But my honest, I hate to say it. Mm. I hate to say it. Mm. But I think we will lose, and it's going to be. It won't be a resounding victory for Spurs, but it will be a victory for Spurs. I think a one 0 Do you, um, Matt? Do you think the yeah. the lack of um, fans would reduce the derby atmosphere of this? Nah, I feel like even without fans, it stirs Arsenal. Like, you can tell in games, like, they just don't like each other. Even in the build-up, you can just tell some of the players when they're talking. And Jose, you know, just always got to say something just to get a reaction. As he but said I just something. feel, yeah, even without fans, it's still going to be a massive game. And uh, as an Arsenal fan, mm. like, I admit, mean, I'm really not too confident, I can't lie. What, what, what has gone wrong? In the last, um, in the summer, uh, um, uh, no, not in the summer, uh, just after the lockdown and the end of the season, you Arsenal fans were bullish. You won the FA Cup and um, we beating, uh, even beating Liverpool, beating City, beating um, well, Chelsea. And you won the FA Cup. But what, what went wrong um, this season? Why, 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 why have the wheels come off? I mean, you know what? Nah, nah, go on, go on, go on, Matt, um, go on, Matt. Matt, go on, you can, you can, you can lead on the question. You can lead. Yeah, no, I just feel like Arsenal. You know, we, we always had this issue of conceding goals. I think Arteta's tried very hard to sort out that side of things. You know, we had the signing of Saliba, which wasn't from him, but Gabriel. Um, Elvis brought in Nenny back, who was on loan in Turkey. And I understand that, but in going forward, over the years, we've always created chances. Mm-hmm. But we, I feel, uh, I, I feel like last couple of months we just look so blunt up top. Lacazette's not playing well, and you can see Oba since signing the contract hasn't done much. He looked disinterested. And, and don't get me wrong, the signing of Partey was amazing, mm. but I still felt we lacked a number ten. And obviously, without Meza, who we know what the situation is with him. We are really, really struggling to create goals. All right. Um, yeah, I just want to. I just want to continue with that because um, we've. Um, well, I, Arteta had a clear plan of what he wanted to get in the summer. He wanted to get a defensive midfielder. He wanted to get a centre back, and he wanted to get an attacking midfielder number ten. So, two out of three, he got the defensive side. Yes, we have. We have. We've been conceding goals. The new sloppy, but he hasn't. The, the defense isn't complete yet. But. Um, the lack of creativity is what kills me the most, really, because I've grown up seeing Arsenal dominate games. Even if they don't win the game, the possession is ours, at least. Mm. So we get caught on a break or something like this. But um, at the moment, we're not creating enough. Every team that we've played against, I believe, have created more than us. And um, that's very concerning to me. Um, so in, in January, I do expect them to make some signings, but, uh, or, or a signing, to uh, aid this uh, lack of creativity, but for now, you know we just we just, we just got to work with what we have. And you know tonight we played Rapid Vienna, and I watched that game with uh, with a lot of interest. And I just saw how the team played a lot better with no pressure. Mm. At the moment, because of the lack of um, good results and good performances, mm. um, the pressure keeps piling on them in the league. But in the Europa League, we're already through. We played Rapid Vienna tonight. And we played so well. It was it was fluent. It was quick. It was sharp. And you know we end up running out. Massive winners today. I um, 
in the run up to towards the back end of last season, what I noticed about um, Ateta's team was, especially when they were playing the big teams, was that they they tended to be solid first. He wants his team to be solid first, and then, mm. if possible, with the speed of Aubameyang um, and uh, Pepe, you can be able to catch teams on the break. Right? Okay. You. You had Spurs who are top of the table. Um, so, is there a chance that same tactic could work? Nah. In the door, I know in this one. You know what? I just feel. I know what you mean with them tactics, but it's one of them games where I can imagine Arteta's given tactics, but at the end of the day, it's a North London derby. Mm. Like, the players are going to be passionate up for it. And I don't feel like that's the right way to go about it. You know, we saw Spurs today, all right, they didn't have Harry Kane playing, but they didn't play the best today. So I feel like Arsenal just need to, all of that kind of tech, just go for it. Go for it. Like, it's, remember last season when the pressure was on us because everyone was like, oh, Spurs, you know, they've been struggling, a couple of injuries, and they went ahead and beat us. So why don't we go there thinking, you know what, not much pressure, let's just go for it. And maybe yeah. we might get fucked. Matt, I, I, actually, I, I do agree with you in this sense. Um, but like I was saying before, tonight we play with no pressure. On yeah. Sunday when we play Spurs, I think we should play the same in the sense that we are expected to lose. Mm. Everyone mm. expects us to lose. Mm. You know? So if we play with just... Just go for it, guys. Like, I, I don't... If you lose, if you like, oh, look, Arsenal lost again. Mm. You know? And if we come up with a performance and we nick a point or nick a win, then it might be the turning point that we need um, mm. to take us through to January where we can reinforce the team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why, why again, this is, this is so funny. You, um, <laughs> Arsenal got rid of United Emery and apart from that FA Cup win, well, we can't belittle winning the FA Cup. I, I, for me, winning a trophy is always a good thing. But, League-wise, there's no, there doesn't seem to be um, that much improvement with between um, the two managers, Arteta and Emery. With mm. hindsight, with hindsight, do you, does any of you think that um, at, um, Emery was harshly treated, Matt? I don't know, I don't. And you know what doesn't help is that he's gone to Villarreal now and they're doing well. Mm-hmm. And now you can hear in all these comparisons of, oh, we should have kept Emery, oh, they're up there in the in La Liga and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I just believe, like, Arteta needs to be given time. But one thing people to remember with Arsenal, there is a lot of deadwood at this club. Mm-hmm. This summer they tried to address that by getting rid of some of them. I don't know if you guys remember, they tried to get rid of Kalasinac, that fell through the last minute. We've got players like Mustafi on big deals. Mezzet's still there on, on his 350k a week. So we know we're still stuck with these type of guys. And I just feel like Arsenal are literally just stuck in the middle right now. And I've always said the following summer, so this summer coming, will be the biggest summer. With all them guys that we so called say are surplus requirements, they're out of contract. So once we get rid of them, then maybe I feel like we're ready to start to see an Arteta team. Because he has improved some players. And we saw that leading up to the FA Cup win. All right, results not going well now, mm-hmm. but I just believe, give them a bit more time, it'll work. 
don't get me wrong, Emery did well. Uh, I wasn't one of them to said, get Emery out, he's useless. But when he started talking about five captains and this and that, and then he had that <laughs> thing with that he was keeping Oba and kept it in a rotation off the bench. But let's remember one thing, the rotation thing that he did when he first came worked. And it only worked up until Danny Welbeck got injured. Because wow. then he wasn't because then he wasn't able to do the rotation like how, how he wanted to. So, you know, he had the language barrier issues. But I, listen, nothing bad to say about the guy. Good manager, all right, had his issues. But yeah, he did what Bob. But give Arteta time mm. and I'm sure we'll get to a good level. Okay. You know, um, I think um, one thing with one thing with uh, Unai Emery, I think one of the biggest issues that Emery had with Arsenal was his communication. Um, his communication mm. communication skills in English was not great. Um, mm. So that was a massive uh, problem, I think, initially. Um, he couldn't get his point across. Maybe, maybe, if he did have a good communication with the players, he might still be in the job. But the fact mm. is, you know, that was a massive, massive problem. And initially, remember, Arteta was linked to Arsenal before Emery. You know, he was, a, he was, a, he was in the running for the position. But they went for Emery because uh, of his uh, experience. Mm. And obviously, the experience in Premier League is is different to everywhere else. So, like, uh, when Arteta was with um, was with Pep, you know, he learned from the best and Arsenal have bought into a idea that Arteta has um, sold to the board. And uh, they have to give him a chance if that's the case. Even if he starts off bad, you know, you got to give him a chance to get the right players in and then see where we go from there. Now, mm. this brings me to something that in my in my view is an absolute joke how does a club like Arsenal think that they can do without Mesut Ozil what, what is that about I feel like there's a lot more issues than just people just seeing it thinking Arsenal have just dropped in because of performances no, From what I heard, there's some not, issues going behind the scenes, political and stuff like that. <laughs> and I feel like there's something to do half to do with the whole when he didn't want to take a pay cut. Remember when the whole COVID thing started. But despite all that, I am one of them Arsenal fans that say, do you know what? Come January, put this guy back in the squad because I will not. Be, you won't be surprised if they put him back. Go on a run of what eight, nine wins, and then before you know it, they're there battling top four again. You can't have a player of that quality out of the team. And with the signing of Thomas Partey, mm. we're screaming out to have someone ahead of him to just assist the goals up top. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think uh, I think Ozil will be a good. Aubameyang can be screaming out for him. You know, like when you play, when you got a player, we used to always think that Ozil has never no one to pass to. You know, there's no there's no. Uh, Lightning quick striker for him to pass to play the ball to. Mm-hmm. Now we got Aubameyang, we take Ozil at the team. So it's like, um, like like Matt says, I agree. I think it's a political thing, and I think a club like Arsenal, um, I think they've just got too much pride to bring him back in now. They, they can't accept defeat. And then I'm not blaming Arteta for any of it. I'm I'm pretty sure Arteta wants to bring him back, but he's not allowed to. That's my personal opinion. I I if if I was an Arsenal fan, there's no way. I'm not going to blame Ateta for it. Because this is his team. He is he's going to be judged on results. It's a results business. If there's a player on the books of the club that would help me get the results, that would keep me in the job. It's either I have that player or let me just be going. What the heck am I doing if I'm not allowed to use one of the best players in the club? So... Nah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not. I, I won't let him off on that. 
it's it's something it's what what are you the manager of the football club for if you can't no, make that no I, you know what you are right you are right you I, it, it is Arteta's team he should be making a final decision on his team but I think Arteta was was told that look um, we get your your central, central attacking midfielder mm-hmm. and you don't play Ozil Ozil was, was omitted from the club oh I mean from the uh, the squad right mm. so um, it was too late for him to to even bring him back in now. Now it's too late to admit a mistake because he's not registered to even play. So you can't even bring him back in. People can scream and shout all day long, but they can't register him until January anyway. And in January, if we expect to make more signings um, to, to replace Ozil, then um, he's still supposed to requirement. He's still going to put him back in. So there's no point even thinking about Ozil now because this is the decision's been made and it's too far gone. Right. Okay. Um, gentlemen, before we <laughs> before we finish, listen. There, I'm sure there are plenty of Arsenal fans who would listen to this. Can you try and give them hope for the weekend? Matt, you try. You, you know what? Like, as I said, I'm 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 one of them Arsenal fans. You know, I'm one of the very few that don't come too confident. As we said, it's a North London derby. Anything can happen. I just feel. As Amit said earlier, if we literally go out there and say, let's go for it, we can beat them. We yeah. saw last we saw last season, Lacazette scored the one goal. But one of Arsenal's main issues is when they score, instead of giving themselves time to hold on to the lead, they concede straight after. And then you can see the head drop. So, who knows? I just feel like in this game, the first goal is very important. And I feel like if we score first, who knows? Who knows what can happen? You know, we're probably all hoping Harry Kane's not playing. Listen to uh, Jose's games. Yeah, listen, don't be surprised if after the do go there and get a 2-1 win. But yeah, as I said, I'm not too confident. Just come back to me next week. Yeah, actually add to that. Look, man, to all the Arsenal fans that are listening, we are still a good team. We have brilliant players and all they have to do is step up. What's going to let Spurs down is their complacency. They're very Spursy. Let's not forget. Mm. They're very susceptible to making these silly mistakes and losing when they're supposed to be winning, like tonight, for example. So let's just have hope. You know, I've, I've always got hope because that's all I've got right now for as an Arsenal fan. So I've got to cling on to it. So um, yeah, I'm just gonna hope for um, a surprise victory for us. But you know, we'll see how it goes. Um, quickly, where do you think Arsenal will finish at the end of the season? I um, made my come. prediction. Yeah. I made my prediction. We, I you, I spoke to Matt actually about this. Um, I think we're going to focus on the Europa League more mm. um, because I think our league form is just going to be to keep players just warmed up, you know, ready for the Europa League the latter stages anyway. Mm. Um, I don't think we're going to get top four. The best I think we can hope for is top six. That's if everything goes well in the January transfer window. Matt. People are going to think I'm mad. I honestly believe we're still going to get top four. Even I'm not confident about this game and we've had some dodgy results because you need to look at the table. You know, we've had a, we've lost quite a few games but we're not that far off. A couple of wins together. We know how this league works. So a couple of, what, four or five wins together and you're in a decent position. And as we said, who knows? We could go in January now, sign someone new and we might get a Bruno Fernandes of it. Yep. So, 
this can happen and you know you luck with injuries and stuff like that so I still firmly believe we'll get top four won't be easy but I still think we'll get it gentlemen thank you so very much for coming on this North London Derby special episode of your Sports Memo podcast thanks Ahmed thank you very much Calvin thanks um, Matt thank you very very much no worries Calvin cheers for having us cheers Thanks to Matt, Ahmed, Janet, Niyi, and Lanry, uh, fans of both Spurs and Arsenal, who have contributed to this North London special episode of ACSports.com's Your Sports Memo podcast. I hope you enjoy it. It was my privilege hosting this. And until I come your way next time, unfortunately, I've not had. There's no time for me to to add some of the voice notes that I have I have on the phone. Hopefully, next episode I will be able to add voice notes. So, till I come your way next episode, my name is Kevin Emeka Thank you so very much. Peace out. <laughs>